This is the Copper Crab Podcast. Copper Crab Podcast. Sorry, I didn't really enunciate that one. I'm Cheney Crab. I am Naveen Copperweiss. That's why we call the podcast Copper Crab. Get it? Yeah, it's Copper Weiss mixed with crab. crab. If you guys want to submit questions to the podcast, Ooh, hey send them to coppercrabpodcast at gmail.com or send the, put them in our Instagram messages. I, I lied and said before that I didn't really check those, but I do. And Surprise. You can, you can Instagram message either one of us. Actually, someone did comment on sent me an Instagram message about uh, our last episode, Janie. What was the message about? Well, we were kind of like talking smack about um, what's that? What's the dating site called? It's the Not Gay Grinder. Tinder. Tinder. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were like oh, what's up with Tinder? That probably is like horrible, blah, blah, blah. But this guy was like, or we were wondering, do we people... We did not say it was horrible. Yeah, don't misquote. No, we said it... I think I said it would probably be horrible being on there. Oh, probably be ho- as an experience for yeah. sure. It's not a horrible site. No. Oh, let me fix your mic here. Get you in frame. Thank you. Full uh, frame. Full frame crab. Framed up. But I was saying, oh, that must be terrible to be on there, Tinder or whatever. Yeah, but this guy was like... like Hey, straight up, bro. I was on there. The first date that I went on, I met my wife. That is amazing. I wonder. So, booyah, that, I mean, congratulations yeah. to the guy who hit you up on whatever. And uh, that is amazing. He hit me up on Grinder. Sent me a little. <laughs> <laughs> In your DMs. Um, but, you know, that's awesome that he hit, that he, they met. That yeah, way, he I a wonder. Nice long message, but I wonder how often that happens. I don't know. It's the first one I've heard of, but I don't. I don't know that I have that many friends that go on Tinder. Really, I have some friends who go on Tinder for sure. Yeah. So, uh, that's all we have to say so about that's, that. that. That's um. <laughs> that's if you guys that. were wondering that cliffhanger about last episode, <laughs> what was going on with the Tinder thing? There you go. Uh, now you have. An example of something good that's come out of Tinder. I did the number one worst thing that you can do when you're on a, a radio interview show. What? Such, a, such as this. Uh, I chewed, I was chewing gum just now and I had to swallow it. Oh, shit. And you just swallowed it? Like, okay, I'm going to take one for the team? Yeah. And you know, they say that gum takes, what? what's the old wives Seven tale? years, dude. Yeah, it takes seven years for gum to uh, absorb. Digest. Digest. That's the word I was looking there you for. Go. See, that's what Naveen... Naveen is always my rebound man because I... A lot of... It happens often that I cannot think of the word that I am trying to say. Maybe I have stage yeah. fright. See, that's why I, I've always thought I was a better writer than I am speaker. So That's true. Why I decided to do a podcast instead of write books... Who knows? That's why everybody has arguments now in texts, right? Totally. Because they're like, okay, I'm going to write a text this a long. <laughs> I'm going to proofread it. And it's going to be spaced into paragraph format. Yeah. I'm going to like have all my little thesis, <laughs> right? Yeah, well, first I think first you start with wrong. an introduction paragraph as to why you're yeah. wrong. 
And then you state the thesis in the that. It starts off like first off, I'm so offended because Well, this is how it starts. This is how it starts. First of all, the thing that pissed you off that you're gonna talk about, it happened like last night or the day before, and you took some time to really think about it. Sometimes it happens even longer than that. Yeah. Sometimes it's like old shit. And then you get this message that says I just wanted to let you know that I don't dislike you. You know, there's a whole like. I actually Naveen. don't know because if anybody were to send me a message, one of those real long millennial messages, I don't think I'd be friends with them anymore. Yeah, I Straight think up. that's really what I've like also had to do. If you actually had a problem with me, you give me a call, bro. Give me a call. Yeah. Why? Give me a call. Furthermore, you shouldn't be having problems with me. I know. You know I didn't well, do why? What did I do? <laughs> First things first, what could I have possibly first first, done? I didn't do anything wrong. Re- <laughs> so. That's always my response in every... Yeah, but I honestly, I've encountered a few and they haven't been directed at me most of the time. <laughs> well, there's one time I can remember that one was directed at me. In recent memory. Fairly recent, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know if I've had any of those. Excuse me. But... As you guys can tell, we're cutting a little, mom and dad are cutting a little <laughs> loose tonight. And uh, are we? I think this is my third beer. I have not cut nearly as loose as you I'm at feeling all. a little <laughs> wild tonight. I drank, I so. think, a half a beer and I'm, I have a glass Actually, of yeah, let me have, can I have your half? I want to mix it with mine. Is that gross? It's a faux pas. Uh, if they're different beers, it's a little gross. They're the same brand, different. Same party pack. Style, yeah. No, nah, but. Yeah, I don't know if that's strictly a millennial thing because the person, you know, the one that I can think of getting wasn't from a millennial. And I just think that it's a a method of writing that people use to kind of bear their hearts. Yeah, you know, I've. Okay, now that I'm thinking about it, I've done some. Millennial style texts like that lately. Lately? I wonder lately, yeah. Uh, I've done them, but they were at work. Oh. To some people yeah. that were, you know, kind of doing stuff that was not satisfactory to me. Yeah, so, so it, they may have been emails. It should have been an email, but I did do it as a text. Okay, well. <laughs> no, I think, okay, here is my theory about these these texts. Well, sometimes it's, you want to write. You're trying e- yeah. to be professional in your anger. Anger and that's management. that's really what I think it is. It's it's a professional way to express anger because we all have those times where we feel like we need to express ourselves to someone in a that in a way that takes a little more than like a, a a few sentences to say. Yeah. Because you actually feel something. And the way that a lot of us speak now is through text. Right. I like texting. In fact, today I didn't answer a FaceTime from my sister because I just prefer, I'm not a huge FaceTimer. Yeah, Cheney, that's cold, bro. Well, I'm not a huge FaceTimer and I knew that I like to text. So I would have answered a call, but FaceTime. FaceTime is like pretty invasive. Yeah, FaceTime is. I have a friend who. That is a millennial, dude. Millennials and, and parents and grandparents. I think that. There's a an age that missed the FaceTime and it might be like from currently you're like between <laughs> thirty and <laughs> and fifty. Yeah. I agree. Jenny, can you turn my uh exposure down a little bit on my camera? Hook me up, dude. But uh I actually have 
Yeah, there we go. Hold on, let's match it up to yours. I love doing this technical stuff while the podcast is going. I think that's like one of the thing. gleaming, one of the best parts of our podcast. <laughs> but okay, I mean, yeah. Uh, hold on, let me say something. Everyone. I was going to go say, I have a friend who, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say his name, Jason Sukoff. Uh-huh. He. Name drop. So I, he was not my friend. And he was, I was supposed to record drums on the, the JFAC album that's not out yet, or I'm not really sure what's going on with it. But anyway, I did do that. But he would, when he, when he found out, I, I know who he, we know he, who each other are, or, you know, mutual friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we, he, it first was confirmed that I was doing the album, I would get like all kinds of FaceTime calls from him. You know? Oh yeah. And I was like, totally. "Yo, dude, what is with this guy? <laughs> Fucking blowing me up FaceTime? That's like, because getting a call is kind of like, it's kind of a lot, right? You're like, yeah. damn, a call. All right, all right, we can do this call. Let's mm-hmm. see what's going on. But FaceTime. Like, now you're coming up in my house. I don't even know you, dude. But then, like, <laughs> after I met him, you know, and hung out with him for the ten days that I was there or whatever, I was like, yeah, okay, for sure, it's FaceTime. Yeah, it's FaceTime. And I'll like, now when he FaceTimes me, I'll be like at my desk, like no shirt on. And he doesn't have one on either. And we're just like, he FaceTimes, it's just like, what up, man? And that's just his thing, you know? He's totally. a FaceTime guy. I'll come in and say hello on totally. him. Totally. Yeah. And we've actually FaceTimed him on the podcast, just impromptu. Yeah. And it totally rules. And yeah. I actually really enjoy that about him. Maybe I should start. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. My sister and I didn't have like a pre determined really a pre a like facetime relationship like we text a lot mm-hmm. so well you guys might need to take it up to facetime <sighs> i might just uh, you know what dude i'm gonna i should start doing it I should we start do doing this thing i, I can't remember it. the name of the app but my friend got me into it because she uses it and it's we'll send like stories back and forth to each other it's not snapchat but my sister and i yeah. do that you I'm use that the, like, same app for your sister yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know the friend you're talking about for that app. Yeah, totally. But that, okay, I guess that is, you can like do takes. I don't <laughs> do takes though. Do you really not though? Not like, usually, but. It's like, let me, let me do that again. Let me tell, I let usually me tell her don't. again a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> I usually don't do takes, honestly. I'm having a hard time believing that. <laughs> I don't. Because a lot of the time it's like, we'll be doing it back and forth like right away yeah so we're trying to get points across i honestly haven't used the app in five months though so you haven't talked to her this in five is months. old news i text her okay you guys moved over to text so maybe in yeah. that relationship maybe moving over to text was like a a, a bigger step because it was kind of this off brand but we know we do both okay yeah there's no like reason or rhyme what about, about this voice stuff? messages Oh, I love, I do those all the time. I do those a lot. Yeah. My best friend and I do voice messages like pretty constantly. My sister and I will do some. (laughs) So you have different, um, different means of communication for different people. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do. Absolutely. I do. (laughs) Okay. I like that. Yeah. So. Well, with you and me, it's all, all means or go. Yeah, we just do it all. Calling, texting, 
podcasting, videos, music, yeah, musicking, moving. We just do all kinds of things together. Every once in a while, we move. <laughs> Sometimes it's been a while since we've moved. I guess it really has two years. Mm-hmm. I, know, I was actually wondering when did we move in here? Uh, we moved here October of 2019. Okay, coming up on two years. So what's insane to think about is that, first of all, since we started this podcast, we have not been on a tour. I know, that is freaking crazy. That is insane. We were supposed to, of course, but we all remember what just happened. Well, what's happening, apparently. Happening. Uh, And since we moved into this house, we have not gone on a tour. I know, I was thinking about that today. I was actually, you know... You're, you know that I'm bad with timelines, mm-hmm. but I was trying to think, when did we move in here? Yeah. Because then I was thinking, like, there's a ton of people who haven't, like, seen this house because it's a lot of our touring buddies or band lineups. Right. No they one has come they here. They haven't came here. Yeah. They went to the barn, which is where we lived when we started this podcast, and if you are someone who started listening later into the podcast and haven't gone back to the first couple of episodes. We, before we moved into this house, for a long time we lived in like a barn, I guess is what it would Episode be called. Episode two, barn, apple, barn animals. Yeah, behind Naveen's mom's house. That's right. Just living, living behind Which old Which kind of sounds more sad than it was. It was great. It was really great for us. We moved, yeah. we moved from LA where we lived for a year and a half to Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. To a barn where your mom used to, your mom is a seamstress and she used to use that as a sewing room. That's right. And then she rented it to her musician's son and his girlfriend. It's got a nice ring to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very, uh, you know, See, that's, go-getters. That, that's like Chaney and I's and our like downfall. We don't really try to like sugarcoat or like beat around the bush. Yeah. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, we live in a barn behind my mom's house. That's oh, what, yeah. That's what we're no. doing. I'm not trying to be like, yeah, I got a studio uh, <laughs> apartment in Santa Cruz. Yeah. You know, <laughs> trying to make uh, it sound I'm all good. I'm just living with, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, and I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a musician, you know. It's like, meanwhile, that doesn't really cover the bills, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, we're just, I'm just an honest guy, you know. I'll tell it like it is. Yeah. When things are covering it, then I'll then I'll tell you what's up. I think the honesty is the best policy. Yeah. Yeah. But the music thing is good. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It's not it's not a it's not a nothing. Oh, not at all. It's fantastic. Means. Yeah. It's a good vibe. We're currently working on a lot on that music thing. I know. As we well. are getting pretty far along too. Yeah. I don't know. We haven't really talked about that in a while. No, we're pretty we're nearing on turn in. So we're yeah. hoping to ha- uh we we have a date that we're turning in the album and we have an approximate release month. Yeah. So that's very exciting. A lot of good stuff going on there. Yeah. A lot of go- I mean I I know it's good when I'm listening to it by myself in my room and jumping up and down. Yeah. I have not gotten that's tired of listen- listening to <clears throat> this material and that's very very exciting and like it's kind of a new thing for me well it's not a new thing for me i love all of our other stuff and i think i've said this before but there were always parts of other albums where there was like 
at least one riff that I was getting through. You know, yeah. I'm just getting through this riff. Yeah, right. I don't feel no, like there's not. one of those parts on this album at all. There's not anything that I don't love, anything that I don't feel is cohesive. Of course, when that goes out into the world, other people judge for themselves, but this is how I feel about our album. Yeah, but they're wrong if they don't. To me, it. they are, in my perspective. <laughs> I'm just really, I think that it's just... You know, it's like conceptual and the way that it was written, every song flows together really well and yep. songs echo back to each other. And it's just, it, it's a prog album through and through and a, de and and a metal brutal. album. It's the brutalist prog album that we've probably made. ever. That we've made. Probably <laughs> ever. What other prog album is super brutal know. like that? Sorry to brag. <laughs> like I said, tell it like it is. Time will tell. Hold on. The thing about telling it like it is, it is that Sometimes you're Naveen allowed brags. to brag because I'm willing to be like, yeah, I live behind my mom's house in a shed and with <laughs> and my I'm girlfriend. making progressive death metal. Yeah, but so that earns me the right. My currency is being able to brag about my music being sick, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's not being humble; know. it's being honest. Yeah. So. So the album is really exciting. Naveen's playing guitar on it. We Every day, I mean, I've been like just jamming all the time. It's been great because it's been getting me. Um, I don't know. I'm not like I can write stuff, you know, but mm -hmm. I'm not like a professional guitar player. Yeah. And the way that I'm going to sit there and be like, learn a whole song all the way through. Like, I'd only do that if I was like going to make a video for it. Right. You know, so it's kind of weird mm -hmm. because I'm not quite. Like I'm there, I'm there where I want to be if I have enough time to like work everything out. Yeah. But it is sort of frustrating because I'll be ahead of myself and not really there with my like left hand, like where all the notes are, you know, if I'm using some like weird scale or something. Yeah. But one thing that you do is you, if you aren't to that point with your, because I, I know what you're talking about because I like to play drums a lot and you have told me before yeah i understand it's really hard like knowing about all of this epic progressive know, music on drums and you want to play that right but you're trying to play like green day you know yeah, i know uh, exactly so i'm a little bit above green day but yeah <laughs> it it requires like a lot of uh mental work yeah most well, like a regular guitar player would see what i'm doing and be bummed well you know? what i was going to say to finish <laughs> that is that you if there's a part that you have in your mind that you want to do but you're not physically doing it right away like you will push yourself until you're physically doing that yeah definitely. so there's no definitely. doubt in my mind that if one day we were like just for fun even though i doubt we would ever do this because it's hard to lose you on a drum kit uh let's get a drummer and let naveen play lead guitar that's live the dream. that's the dream i've and always had that you dream, would you so would murder it i'm absolutely happen. sure that you would murder it but uh that's not gonna happen because Although today it's gonna be hard to convince me to let you not play i mean not that it's just my choice but dude you i i feel I know, so comfortable I, having I you on, drums. on guitar and it was like the hottest guitar player. Also, I have long hair now. I just feel I so comfortable bang. having you on drums that yeah, it would be hard, even though it would be a cool, it's cool in theory for sure. I but I feel more comfortable, more confident knowing that we can find someone who has 
who can riff as well as you and has a good, a nice, great feel like you do with solos. I feel more confident in that than I do finding someone like that's Naveen behind the drum kit. And I don't just mean that in a technical proficiency way. I just mean yeah, you yeah. have, you're stylistically awesome at drums. I like where this podcast is going. <laughs> this is the best podcast. You always love that, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah, for sure. But I did. Um, so for instance, like the album kind of at the very end does like a really epic solo. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of one of the, towards the end of the album. So I've been spending a lot of time on this one solo. I probably worked over it, worked on it over like a week. But I or think so. a lot of guitar players do this. I do too. I do too. Yeah. And maybe I'm just kind of par- comparing it to to how it is on drums, where I don't spend like any time. I'm you just are, but like okay, I'll just do whatever comes to mind. But also, a lot of drummers do spend a ton of time. Yeah, I don't. I think on guitar a you're a little more like on in drums you're a little more you allow yourself to be a little more free, and on guitar you're a little more of the like. I think this out a lot. Oh, it's and it's why a lot of your it's why a lot of your drumming is so cool and it comes out like jazzy and Im, Im, improvised. You don't always play the same stuff live. A lot of drummers do play the same stuff live and that's cool but that's not necessarily your style. You'll switch things yeah, no. up sometimes. Mm-hmm. On Friendly guitar clues, yeah. on guitar you're a little more like you think it out a little more just oh, yeah. because it's not oh, your yeah. main instrument. No, no, I can't like Hey, if you can do a solo, you know, let's hear, let's hear you get loose. Like, it's not going to happen. I'm, yeah. I'm doing like, I could do it if it was like in, you know, major, maybe. Yeah, for sure. But other than that. But I was going to say, today I like finished the solo that I was working on. So I had my guitar and I was like, just kind of playing the background riff, you know, and I was like, oh, headbanging and stuff. And I took my ponytail out and you didn't, you didn't really notice because you were like busy doing something, but I like busted out of the room. And uh, sometimes Jenny has to, like, you know, just kind of turn it off, turn me off, because it's a lot to deal with. <laughs> what do you mean? No, I busted oh, out of the studio out. room, and I had my ponytail out, and I was, like, straight up full headbanging while playing the song in the background, like, on the monitors. Yeah. And I was like, Chaney, you sure you don't want to get some of this live? You know, and I was like... Like just playing the riff. I think I was. uh, But you like looked up from your phone and we're just like, yeah, okay. And then just. Because I was calling our vet. Yeah, I know. Well, then I was like, (laughs) what the hell is wrong with you? And then like I turned the music down and I noticed that you were straight up on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to book an appointment for our cat. Yeah. By the way, with these cats going to the freaking vet, like they've been to the vet. More times than I've been to a doctor in my whole life. <laughs> That's true. And they and they're like one. <laughs> what is going on with that? It's a it's all it's a conspiracy well- for vets to get money. You know what I think is an actual conspiracy? A lot Wait, when I what took my cat Iggy, who I moved to California with, rest in peace. R.I.P. Every time I'll take one of these cats, and it started with Iggy. Every time I take one of these cats to the vet she recommends this like two thousand dollar dental procedure yeah of course it's that's like these cats are a year, these cats are a year old i do not need to get them a fifteen hundred dollar dental procedure i've been feeding them that's good insane. food that is literally they are newborn cats also i remember when you brought that up for iggy mm-hmm. and i was like at the time i needed a bunch of dental work yeah i was <laughs> like 
No. <laughs> like, I haven't been to the dentist in like 10 years, and yeah. my shit is all fucked up, and we got to take the cat to get dentist? <laughs> Not going to happen. Period. It's a conspiracy. No, it's Veterinary. like, it's just some weird up sale. Yeah, I you know. know. I, 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 it, it's really weird. And it's to me, really I'm weird. like, dude, these cats, I love them. Don't get me wrong, you know? You've seen me with the cats. Yeah. You know, I'm like, you're a cat guy. Them. I love them. I love cats. I love all animals. But that doesn't mean that I need to take them to the vet every six months or whatever. If they wanted vets, they would have doctors that were cats. Stop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stop. They would oh figure it out, God. dude. They'd figure it out. They don't have a the cat cats doctor. themselves. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. So they're doing their thing, dude. They're taking care of their health the way they take care of their health. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Our cat, Pappy, would start a veterinary clinic. <laughs> All right. So we've got, like, you know, I was thinking, if you guys have questions, send them to coppercrabpodcast at gmail.com. We get questions quite often. Uh, our friend Gabriel sent us about five questions, and I, I'm... Top commenter. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking we should name this episode Gabriel's episode and just name, uh, answer all five of these questions. Yeah, that's the thing. If you send in five questions, I guess we're going to We're going to answer them all because I I, I'm, I think they're all, you know, interesting questions. They're pretty questions. good. I was looking at one of them, but I was like, man, I don't know how I'm going to answer that. Yeah. Gabriel's throwing it out there. Yeah. So, thanks, Gabe. I hope you go by Gabe for short. If you go by Gab, then... Thanks, Gab. If you go by Riel. Thanks, Riel. If Gabby. you go by Brielle. Thank you, Brielle. And thank you, Gabby. Gabriel. <laughs> Man, every week I'm like, I need to go through and make some new drops because I have a lot of good ideas for drops, but... Not executed. No, I Unexecuted never do it. drops. I never do it. Can I you do play have that really one again? Ones, Someone though. hit me up and was like, you need to make Naveen play that some more. I don't know who it is. Oh, we forgot to tell everyone that we're really into this Falling in Reverse song. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll get to the Falling in Reverse song. Is it Escape the Fate? It's fame? actually Escape the Fate. Okay, cool. Yeah. We'll show them. That's right. All right, so Gabriel's first question. What are some current TV shows you two have been watching? Anything binge-worthy? Mm, actually, so I just went back and rewatched. Well, currently re-watching Eastbound mm -hmm. and Down. Great, great show. And I don't know what it is about that it's show. It's one of the funniest shows of, all, I don't know of what about, all time. Yeah, but I don't know what it is about that show. It makes me, it's like really comforting. Huh, yeah. It's like I a comforting that. show. Totally. To it's like how people probably felt when they were watching like, I don't know, Full House or some shit. Yeah, Golden well, Girls. I felt that way about The Office. It's just like a show it's kind I like of, it's to honestly, throw on. Honestly, for me, it's kind of like The Office. Like, I could watch it, like, what um, I've watched it a bunch of times. And I could keep, I could continue to do that. But the third season's a little weird. Well, I would like, if you were out of town, when The Office was on Netflix, I don't know why they ever took it off. Damn, I know. When The Office was on Netflix, if you were, like, out of town and I was drawing or something, I would just throw on, on The Office yeah, at night. It was on. like my friends were there. I felt good. Actually, felt now comforted. that you mention it, they should just have a channel that's just The Office. They really should. And it's should. like $1 a month. I know, because so many people Who would wouldn't do, do that. that? I'd do it. I would do it. I'd do it. The Office is a great show. 
Okay. And uh, there are some people who don't like The Office, and that's fine. I'm not going to argue with you about what you should and shouldn't like. But to me, there's this particular episode where Angela, she, she like has one of those <laughs> nest cams. This was the first Office episode <laughs> I ever saw. She has one of those nest cams, and it's on her cats at home. And then she like has to go home to take care of her cats. And at the office, they catch her on camera licking her cats. Yeah, yeah. I was just, I it cracked me the fuck up. You were hooked. It was great. That. I was hooked. But Mayor of East Town. There you go. That is a show that <laughs> Good show. came out this year that we binged. Uh, we both were sick and we watched Mayor of East Town. I mean, Cheney and I do pretend to be sophisticated and. On certain episodes, not this one, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll try to act like we are learned <laughs> and that we've read books <laughs> and that we know things. But we I've never will watch that. some horrible fucking shows. Oh, God. What do you think about that? Well, I think I talked about this before. One of my latest obsessions <laughs> was uh, Wife Swap. Yeah, that one. That one has... What I love about Wife Swap really is that, that it, so ha- it has... Wife Swap has a a good wholesome message to it and it's that if you trade places with someone if you put yourself in someone else's shoes who's completely different than you for two weeks and the first week you live by their rules and the second week you implement your own rules then you will learn something about another family You'll learn a lot about another family and it might even change you this is what i'm talking about it might even change you like we're like we're but don't you think that's true or intervention what i learned from that is yeah, that a, a lot of the time it seems i mean it might just be the people they pick for intervention i don't know what the process is but it seems that a lot of people who go down darker paths are suffering from not feeling a lot of love in their yeah, lives 100%. and not feeling a lot of guidance or that a lot of people are, care about them I agree. agree. But people do. So uh, we do like crappy television shows, but I don't even know if those are crappy. They have good messages. One that has no message, though, that I fucking love. 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) There's no fucking message to that show at all. But I will watch it. That's just candy. Yeah, that's just um, cotton candy. It's just visual candy. It's like, all right, I want to have like my brain i want to just shut it off mm-hmm. you can watch 90 day fiance totally there's music like that too yeah. where you don't have to like actively engage and you just turn your brain off it's called it's all music basically <laughs> all music that makes money that's for sure <laughs> i'm just as kidding. the podcast goes on I'm we, just we get a little more like test the waters on Shady. like talking shit <laughs> You know what I mean? There's no shit talking. It's, it's like all the love first, over here. First like 50 episodes <laughs> like, you know, guys, you just hang in there. Everything is going to be great. Yeah, now we're like talking about how we watch reality TV and how all music sucks. I do think that if you <laughs> hang in there, everything will be great. Actually, yeah. No, no, you're still going to get some of those positive moments. How did we just graze over? Is that the word for it? How do we just graze over a mare of Easttown? Because we wanted to talk about it's um, mayor like M A R E. It's the name of a character. It's not. She's not the mayor. 
of Easttown. Yeah. And it's starring and directed or written by Kate Winslet. Yeah. Of Titanic fame. Which if you're our oh, age, Titanic is. is comes in two videos when you two VHS buy tapes. two eight VHS tapes. Dude, oh my god, Cheney, you don't even know because you're not old school SoCal. Triple A video. Oh no, I don't know about that. Oh man. Like you remember those old videos local video stores? H- hell yeah. Where they had a certain smell. <clears throat> yeah, they were and really you'd small. Open the door and like bells would chime. Absolutely. There's one in Indianola where my grandmother is from. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It was that. But they did not have all the bomb movies. They didn't have any bomb movies. They had movies. nothing. No, they it had was mostly no bomb There movies. was like this tooth that was a, a kid's movie tooth. Do you remember this What's guy? A tooth? The tooth was the main character. I think his name was like Timmy the Tooth. <laughs> I don't Timmy know. Timmy the Tooth. I think I've heard of that. But those are the only that. videos I rented when I was at my grandma's house, and I love that shit. Timmy the Tooth. All right, so that's another show you could check out, <laughs> Timmy the Tooth. But yeah, it would be like they'd have the Titanic double cassette. Yeah, you know, yeah. The coveted. And then when Titanic only came in one DVD, I was like, wow. I know. That's amazing. They got it all <laughs> into now, one. Now kids are like, what's a DVD? <laughs> I know. They only know about Blu-rays, and do they even know about those? They I watch think Netflix. So. I don't know. They I don't know about so. streaming devices. You know what's funny? Blu-ray was something that just skipped me because yeah, totally. It was like DVD, and then I got an Xbox, mm-hmm. and it had Netflix stream, and then the streaming thing came out. The thing about and then I was people, like, cool, we're just doing that. The thing about people who have Blu-rays is that the visual experience matters kinda to them. Yeah, they I care know. About I know. You're, all, you're super pro Blu-ray. Well, only because my friend Marvel comics. only because my friend has the craziest setup that you could ever dream of. Shout out Jesse. He's got like this uh 3Ds. It's 3Ds, right? No, he doesn't have a 3D TV anymore. He bought this thing. It's an HD 4K Ultra. It's like a 4K U. I don't know what TV. The f- and is. you know how like our TV, because we have a Roku TV, and you know <clears> how <throat> that was uh, maybe two or three hundred dollars, but it's a huge TV. Yeah, it's it's fifty five inches. Yeah, it's silly so for the price. His is fifty five inches, but it was like two thousand dollars. And the thing about it, I think it's UHD is what it's called. So there's a special backlighting on it where all of the the visuals look crazy in a colored way, and he has. He has uh, Planet Earth 2 on DVD or on Blu-ray. So he's watching this shit like purely high def. It's on, got, that's, that's like the classic. It's on a 4K right? UHD Blu-ray. And he threw it on the TV and we were watching it. And it's just like the yellows look like insane. Like crazier than what you'd see in real life. Wow. And the blues look like that too. Just the, co- the way that it's backlit. Don't you think it's amazing. better to just not see that? And then you just don't really know that that exists. So I think our TV is the best. I don't mind our TV. It doesn't, the, the, that doesn't uh, really affect my experience. It does for some people. They're real, you know, they care as much about the visual experience about of movies as they do about music, as we do about music. That's true. But to me, it just seems like you get that TV and then that's just your normal. That's your zero. Yeah, those type of people, though, are going to invest probably for the rest of their lives. 
We're always that. looking for the better thing. No, in that in the visual field. It's like what would be something that we're always looking for? I don't know if you I don't know what I'm looking for. Maybe I don't music know if you and I have um that kind of obsession because we I really don't. We both are really are don't. kind of more into like listening to a lot of music and it, we're just more into music I think than we are into visual 100%. things. But when you see this these visuals like we did watch some of Avengers um it's it just seems to be how those people intended you to listen to or to watch the shows in the same way that the way that albums are made we they're really made for people to listen to them on nice monitors or it, with right, nice right, headphones right, right, right. it's that kind of thing because it don't you think the that don't you think that you may have been scarred in that way you've listened to really crisp music on really good studio monitors this is true so it's true i like listening to music on my monitors right that's my preferred method yeah so but but i mean i don't know if I, it think e- I don't know if it equates to what you're talking about i think you know, there's I a phrase have, like, for the that best though. monitors ever there's a phrase for that that's like if the if the butterfly never seizes if the caterpillar never sees the butterfly does he know you know what i mean i do know what you mean i don't know what that the phrase is but so all right so that's the answer to that question i don't know what the question was (laughs) (laughs) that's what's great about questions yeah okay second question mayor of east town watch that it really is probably the best show and she's saying mayor of mayor town mayor m-a-r-e because it sounds like you're saying mayor of east town like that's like a spanish kind of a name or something (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Maya, Maya, Maya Vista. Yeah. All right, got you. <laughs> Mayor, M A R E. You said mayor. Yeah, it's That's not, not what I'm saying. Are you hot? It's so hot in here. <laughs> no. It's fucking burning up, dude. You're not burning up. No. I feel like I'm in a sweat lodge. <laughs> All right. All right hold on. Let me ask you the question. Okay. Question hog. All right, okay. Cheney. This one's directly for Cheney. Oh no. Do you enjoy suspicious quotation <laughs> breakdowns? Quote unquote breakdowns. <laughs> In songs and or playing them. Any good ones that come to mind? Do I enjoy it? I don't ever think of that. In a song, I don't like look for a breakdown in a song. And if they have a cool one, I'm gonna throw this out there. Sentinels, the band, they're our friends. There you go. Good. They one. have a fucking very good, good breakdown. I'm gonna pull it up right yeah, now. I don't even it. give a shit. I'm gonna fucking play, play that, that right now. Shout out, Dave Rucky was on our uh, a rookie. He says it rookie, right? Oh, really? We talked about it in the episode. Damn it! This is why. See, I don't like that because I like it more called rookie. That's what I've always <laughs> called him. <laughs> so sentinels rules we love those guys we've oh, been on tour with sentinels. them uh i think they're on tour right now because i've been looking at instagram and they've been posting tour photos so i'm they've assuming that tour. they are current but they have a really good breakdown they have a great and breakdown and it's one of my most inspirational breakdowns that i've heard and i'd be like it's before this right yeah Hold on a second. Okay, yeah. Sorry, guys. Oh, here we go. 
But yeah, whenever like someone would come to the show when we were on tour with them, I'd be like, oh, you probably want to go in there and watch this band because yeah. they're way sick. They're great. And this part would come on. <laughs> Here it is. Oh, huh, huh. So you think it's going to go one way and then it's got the M. Night Shyamalan uh, plot twist. This is answers the question. Yeah! Oh! Yeah! Do a reaction video of me to that. That is goddamn sick. That's what I like. I yeah. like when a I like when a breakdown will throw you a tempo change, will throw you into 100%. a different time signature. I like to hear mind blowing shit. <laughs> Yeah, and I gotta say, that part, uh, even though, yeah, uh, that part has inspired, like, a lot of parts on our new album. <laughs> One part in particular, for One sure. One part in it's particular, which I've Sentinels. been I've been meaning to actually, like, just take a video of it on mm -hmm. my phone and send it to Dave. Yeah. And be like, dude, there's the Sentinels part. I've told a couple of them that we have a Sentinels part. Because we definitely do. We do. But... Yeah, that part is so sick. How could you not love that? They're awesome. Uh, so good, yeah. good call though, Cheney. Because when I saw that question, I was like, "Shit, I don't know." A good breakdown. That's but, a really good breakdown. But there's a lot of good breakdowns, and I'm not really a fan of the breakdowns that are like super ultra breakdown. You know, totally. That are like you can tell that the band was like, "This is that's the you know what I mean?" Yeah, like this is the breakdown. Like typically, I'm more into the like dying fetus, like ding ding. I just like groove more than anything. Yeah. I'm a sucker for groove, and it's a you know our band is has is heavily groove influenced. Yeah, but I can't say that we have the new album has breakdowns, and what I would consider a breakdown is when basically what like what we just heard. So mm. everything stops, and it's like dun 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 dun. dun you know, and it's like yeah. playing a guitar, and then the rest everybody comes in. and It does a little, it totally. breaks it down. Yeah, we have some of those. But we didn't really have that until re as of recent. And I will also say, breakdowns, it's a fine line between super sick and corny. Cheney, would you uh, agree with absolutely. that? Absolutely. I think so, that's what I was getting at with the, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. The band is, tr I don't know. It's just some breakdowns are corny. Yeah. You totally know, agree. You know when you hear a breakdown that's corny. But I think I like... The idea of there being some sort of like climactic part. Yeah. So that could be a breakdown. Totally. Right. So I definitely do appreciate that. And I've come to like it more in my older age, if you can believe that. Because most of my old bands didn't have breakdowns. We we're like, everybody was doing that. So we're like, yeah, mm -hmm. breakdowns are stupid. We're not going to do that type of a vibe my f what i like in music and in death metal a lot of death metal bands don't yeah really have breakdowns but i just like groove throughout songs i think surreption is like the a really good example of that definitely surreption is a groove band and that's my shit so i don't know if people would call that i don't know I don't know if yeah, i like breakdown i i don't know that i'm particularly drawn to Breakdown -y breakdown bands. bands but yeah. I do like it when bands have breakdowns. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like it for sure. 
But if you're if you're it listening, just depends. yeah, because if you listen to a band that it's like super known for the breakdowns, I feel like I'm kind of just waiting for it. Yeah, it's like where's like, the right, where, when they're gonna get to that breakdown? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I kind of like it yeah. to be. I like music in general. That's um unexpected stuff. Happens. I absolutely do. You know, you're like, Ooh, oh, that's when I. That's what like peaks my ears up. Totally. Know, I'm like, Ooh, I didn't know that was gonna happen. I like especially an, with oh, notes. Damn you know? part. Yeah. And that's why I liked. I mean, even in all kinds of music, like with air, mm-hmm. and because you don't necessarily know for sure what the next note's gonna be. Totally. You're kind of like serious, Mo. Exactly. You're like, okay, that's really cool. Yeah. It's not what you thought, but it makes perfect sense. Absolutely. I I think that we. Have a very similar taste in yeah. in that. So if you can do a breakdown in the same way, mm-hmm. where maybe you didn't see it coming, right? And that's what's so sick about this Sentinels part, because exactly. it's like done. That's dun, why it's so dun, cool, and it's going straight, and then done, done, done. Whoa, dude! It just you know flips how it on you. you know how sometimes you can listen to music and you just kind of start to the music. It's almost how. They say that you get like nose blindness if you walk into a house and there's a smell in there and you smell it for a long time, then you start to become nose blind. I think that there's certain music where you can begin to become like auditorily blind. Like you're, it's the music is there and it's existing, but it's not, nothing's really piquing your interest. So, so I like parts that make me say, oh, Oh, which is actually kind of funny wow. because most listeners, I'd say on, in general, mm-hmm. when you throw them those curveballs, they start to tune out. Really? I think so. I don't know if that's true or not. Well, I maybe re- I your typical music listener. I remember a conversation with someone that I was wor- like working with. I was help making an album with him, like producing. Yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, I always like show music to my mom, and when I show her, the more." progressive chord progressions i'll notice that she just tunes it out yeah and i do think about that from time to time and it's kind of true that makes sense because a lot of people don't like they don't like uh not knowing what's going to come they like the the standard chord progression they know what's coming right so i guess that's why the major scale is so yeah. Because, you know, it's it's so popular. Nothing is going to happen that you didn't expect. Right. And I think with me, everything that I like is the opposite of that. <laughs> it's really the same for me. Like I, I do like a lot too. of, like, droney, monotonous stuff. Definitely. Definitely. But it's all got really cool melody to it. That I think that's something that's really common in the type of music that I like is cool melody and a voice voice dancing everywhere it's got to be something dancing everywhere like a voice like Joni Mitchell you You know that's just I don't know that Joni Mitchell was for even though she was (laughs) yeah Joni (laughs) which Chelsea Wolf did a cover of Joni Mitchell's Woodstock great song really good cover she put it out today check that out all right so that that covers breakdowns Joni Mitchell is good (laughs) That's Very at. well known for her breakdowns. That's how you. But I don't think questions. that you know. I I think that the typical like breakdown band, even though I I did, I'm not really familiar with like who that would be, I don't think that that's to our taste. If you brought that that band to one of us, I don't know if either of us would really dig it. 
It wouldn't really, yeah, it might not be our thing. But like yeah, you said, I, just, I, don't do, know. I do love a good breakdown. Well, I just think that both of us really like music a lot, and we're not super anti any type of music. Not at all. If it, a good all. song is a good song. Like we said, we were listening to, uh, <laughs> we had a funny playlist last night. So we mm-hmm. go on you, we'll go on YouTube on our TV and just like click around. And so last night the playlist was Sepultura, uh, Territory. Good song. Good song. I never got into Sepultura. And then somehow we got into. But now I am. No, no. Then we listened to that horror. Ice Nine Kills. Ice Nine Kills. Mm-hmm. And then from there it went to. Uh, Ice Nine Kills had uh, their music video was really really sick. It's like some horror. Super. It seemed like uh, I don't even had know a good what, budget. That is like um, a scene I know nothing about. Same. So I can't even speak. I just it. learned about it. Yeah. So. And then after that, that led us to, um, I don't, not falling in reverse. The guys escape other band. the fate. Escape the fate. Yeah. Which Chain and I were like, this song kind of rules straight yeah. up. Let's listen to it. So we we're like listening to it today. It just reminds me of like the used and yeah. Uh, God, what's the name of that band? Uh, American Rejects. Not American Rejects. It was another band who they have an album that I really like. Which is funny because that like super scene or whatever you would call that. I don't know what it, what what it is, but uh, it sort of came like it wasn't really on my radar at all. Same. You know what I, I mean? I never knew. I would see those bands' names on flyers, and I'd A, be like, yeah. "Oh, these must be like local bands." Yeah. Because I've. Or like, oh, some metal band I don't know about. Yeah. But then like going back now and listening to it, I'm like, oh, that's like, it's totally not what I thought it was. At all. And then I, I loved how like the scene girls were so like. Prominently featured. Yeah. The scene girl in the, vi- that was like the whole, that was like the vibe, right? Yeah. Like it cuts to like the crowd and it's like all these scene girls like kind of doing like a little, not a push pit, but like a little just getting all Because that was just as much a part of the culture back then yeah. as the bands. And honestly, it's like, I don't know why. I just like, I love that. I loved it. I love it too because <laughs> it's crazy, first of all, that we're like, we've aged so far. That yeah. that doesn't really exist anymore to my knowledge. The I don't know because we actually, okay, so when it came on, I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh wow, there's still bands like this. Yeah. And then we were like, oh, it's from like 2007 or right. something like that. And then at that point, I was pretty checked out of whatever was current. Totally. But uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not hating, dude. I thought it was cool. Me either. I, I thought, thought it was, it was a good song. I thought it was, it was great. a really I, good I, song. We went back and listened to it today. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're on our third listen. I hope you're gonna play some of it. Oh, you want to hear some? Yeah, of it? I want to hear some of yeah, my dear on, Juliet. Okay. It's actually not what it's called. Uh, there was an. A band that I listened to their full album for the first time. Like, do you remember when I came, I drove up to meet you in Minneapolis? Yeah, of course I do. So on the way back, I was listening to this band and their album. God. Yeah, this we were actually going to do this. Watch, we're going to be like this. This is the Copper Crab Podcast. <laughs> we should have. That would have been sick. Yeah, this is awesome. We also found out what happens if we get. Yeah. 
You know why I, I think I, you know what I kind, you know why I think I kind of like it? Why? Because it's it's kind of like pop punk still. Totally, it sounds like a band playing. Yeah. And I like that. Exactly. I like bands. Whereas now the stuff that's like super on the f- the fringe, uh, the, no, no, like the scene kind of—it's not scene, but like stuff that's like really popular. Yeah. It just doesn't even sound like a band anymore. It just sounds like I don't know. It's like trap or, or like, but it's yeah. It's got really canned production. Yeah. Which is kind of my least favorite thing to hear. <laughs> I like canned production on certain. I don't even know if I really like. It depends. I like canned production on certain things. Yeah. With when you have a band and you're presenting as a band, I really like to hear the band play. You know, that's yeah, why I'm that's why I'm here. Otherwise, it's just a kind of music that I didn't really come here for. Hold on a second. Okay, so then we got into We had a really weird playlist last night. Do you remember that? I do. So we had Territory. Yeah. Ice Nine Kills. Yes. F- uh, not Falling in Reverse, the other one. Uh, <laughs> Escape the, the fate. fate. And then we got it to Six Feet Under. Oh, somehow. dude. This song. And this song fucking rules. It's straight up. so good. Yeah. I listened to it today on the way home. I was like, oh, I got to jam that. Dude, this thing rules. But And I was just saying that if I saw this it. video... And listen to this music when I was six, I would have like just f- totally freaked out in like a this is horrific, scares the shit out of me. I was horrified the first time that I saw Marilyn Manson on TV. Oh, I totally remember the f- that when I saw. I was like, "What Marilyn. is going on? This is scary!" But I was so intrigued, and then I listened to Marilyn Manson. Shit, I don't know if I can. Tourniquet is the best Marilyn Manson song. Okay, hold on. Fight I me. I did find it. It was on here. Tourniquet's the best, not beautiful people. No, it's tourniquet. Yeah. Oh, no, this isn't it. Oh. Wait. Is that it? Uh, no. This I is think the... it's on this album, though. Look up the this videos. Is it right here. Yeah, this is definitely it. Oh, this Dude, song. This thing rules. goes hard. This thing jams. Animosity toured with Six Feet Under. Chris Barnes's uh, little vocal technique that he does, that thing. We'll play it until that point. Yeah, we definitely will. We got to get to the chorus. Yeah. So, yeah, now we're basically a, a, a show that we play music. We don't even care anymore. We're a reaction channel. You know, you you either live long enough to become the hero or what you hate, you know? Oh, I don't this hate next reaction part, channels, for the record. It's a joke. Like, if you're just drinking a bunch of beer, you know uh. what I'm saying? Because I was thinking if I was doing a metal DJ set, I think I would drop this. Absolutely. I want this on vinyl. (laughs) (laughs) We got to get to the chorus, though. We're already getting defunded or whatever. 
What about when he has like that fluttering thing going That's on? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that that technique. Yeah, I love it. Here comes that. That. I love that. Yeah. God, that song rolls. Okay. That was our playlist last night. Yeah. That's where we were going with. What did, did we go anywhere? Juliet. No, did we go after that? Did we we listen to ISIS after that, right? Yeah, we went to ISIS. Okay. <laughs> and I said, I'm gonna tell my kids this was the Grateful <laughs> Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, a little playlist. Maybe we should make that a no coffee crab playlist. We should. That's a sick playlist. It's kind of a good playlist. Dude, it's good. And then of course, you know, Sepultura. But I never realized actually listening, Sepultura was like the first real heavy band that I liked. Yeah. And like going back and hearing that song, I never realized how much of an accent that guy has. Dude. Because you're like a lyric person. Yeah. And you were like, what's he saying? Like you couldn't even understand what he was saying. No, I could some parts. It was amazing. I never even noticed it as a kid. Because I think when you're a kid, you're a little more, you just like go with it. Yeah. Kind of like in a dream or something. Uh-huh. So anyway, that was uh, a little taste of our of our night. Actually, maybe tonight the we answer, should do a similar The one, question Danny. was, do you enjoy breakdowns? Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. Actually, that, my, we that's, oh. that uh, Escape the Fate song has kind of a little bit of a breakdown. My dear Julia. He starts screaming, though. He busts it down. Yeah. And it's like, ah. <laughs> Is it him or do they have another vocalist that does the screams? I have no idea. I have no clue. You know how there are a lot of bands like that, the the singer and the screamer. Yeah, that always bummed me out. I know. I wanted the singer to do honestly. When I heard that uh, the singer of Demu Borger didn't do the clean singing parts, I was kind of bummed. <laughs> you know, because I was like, that would be sick if he just like busted, busted broke out. into this uh-huh. like operatic man singing. Mm-hmm. You know what I don't understand is people who don't like. They completely forbid themselves to enjoy music that has singing and screaming in it. Or if a band that that previously only screamed, if they have some singing in it, they're like, no. I'm kind of one of those people. No, you're not. Uh, a little bit. I'm no, like you aren't. Like you a aren't. A little bit like that. I think it's weird if you go from like <laughs> all screaming to all singing. Though, Deaf Heaven yeah, I guess I'm just not put out a killer that. record. That's true. That is killer. I'm totally not like that at all. You're not like that at all. I'm open-minded. I like when bands start to. That's what I'm saying. I'm open-minded. I hear a good song. I'm into it. I I don't care. I like a good song. I like a good song that kind of holds my attention and intrigues me. Exactly. I like an intriguing song. I like to be intrigued. It's like oh. I like to be intrigued. They did that. That's really cool, and not anything that I ever would have thought of. Yeah, really that's cool. why I listen to Soul Niger. That's right, brother. And Air. That's right. I guess that's like our two top favorites, right? Soul Niger, Air. That's weird that we share them. That would be the tops. And then you got some Zappa uh, in there. Destroy the Opposition. Very yeah, high like up there. Soul Niger, Air. In this household. Destroy the Opposition. In this household. We were going to talk about, because of John Gallagher. I don't, they're like John Gallagher <laughs> has hair. Yeah, so John Gallagher looks all like peaceful. <laughs> yeah, and we were gonna be like, <laughs> we were imagining if we had John Gallagher on the podcast, and we'd be like, 
man, that hair and beard, they're just, it's really sending shockwaves through our household. <laughs> no, it started, dude, it's sending shockwaves that you have long hair. Because this is the vocalist of Dying Fetus. He's always had like a shaved head, like with a razor. And then now it's like, you can grow hair. You know, you just figure he's bald. Yeah. And now he's got like long hair. And we were like, it's sending shockwaves through the metal community. And then Cheney was like, well, at least in this household. <laughs> best band ever, by the way. Oh, best. Like, we have a uh, low key. We have a cover up of uh, Dying Fetus because we both yeah. love Fetus. Totally. Now if that we're a. Uh, now that we play music on here, I'm gonna play it because I don't give a shit. Our cover? Yeah. Oh damn. Let's see, let's see what happens if you type in "Dying Fetus" cover. Ours is the third one. No way. Yeah. The third really? Yep. That's so cool. The third one, if you type in "Dying Fetus" cover. Damn. What if I was doing like a, you know how people will do cover videos? I'd do it like this. Are you filming yourself right now? Both of us. Oh. I'd be like this. Oh, we kind of nailed it on this dude. Come on, bro. I wish I was just about to jump across the table and start a mosh pit. You know what's funny about this, Jenny? When I was uh, recording this, I was actually just doing it to make a video for my Instagram. Uh -huh. And then, first of all, when I was learning the riffs, I couldn't like track it because I just wanted to sit there and play it for yeah. for so i just couldn't stop playing it and, and the next day my fucking neck was hella sore because i would just learn one of the riffs and then put the song on and just like full body head banging in and playing the song at the same time that's so tight because it was so fucking sick that's such a good song God. all right so and then actually that like got a lot of view uh, they shared it dying they did. fetus shared they it did. They did. so it got a lot of views and we were like cheney we finally figured out how to make a hit song. Don't play one of our songs. <laughs> oh yeah, but I was going to say, I was like, dude, Channing, I think this is actually too sick for me to not have you do the vocals on. And then it was, that's it. The rest is history. History. All right, we rounded out all these questions. How was the name Entheos decided? Uh, what were some runner-ups? Do you remember this question? Because this is actually pretty funny. Go ahead. So Frank thought of... Entheos. Frank Costa, yeah. Frank Costa. And uh, the runner-up, it wasn't a runner-up, but what I wanted to name the band was Darknet. Uh, no. <laughs> Hell no. Remember Darknet, dude? That's pretty hard. I remember. That's pretty hard. I think Frank was into it, too. I don't think so. We wanted Entheos. Well, every name that we, you know, Chaney's hard to please in that, in the naming realm. The thing about Entheos so. is that it just, uh, 
It's better than Darknet in the long run. And I'll it, put it that way. The, just the meaning around it is a lot better. And I felt like it encapsulated the yeah. thing a lot more. And my lyrical content. Because I tend to write a lot about... Uh, I guess you could say they're philosophical concepts, but it's like it's about life and about seeing lightness and darkness and things that have to do with that. Right. That even though these these things will happen to us in life, it's best to always, you know, come out of these with a good outlook on things. Right. Uh, so it just fit the, the entire vibe a lot more. It's a positive name. Yeah. It's positive. Yeah. So we we like it for sure, and uh, I it, love the it name. Fit it's the a good vibe name. Perfectly. It's a good name. I love whatever. it. I don't have to say like, oh, my name's like dying fetus or something like you know, mm-hmm. brutally murdered person or something like that. Right. Know? So, like when I'm at work and stuff, like to me, yeah, dying fetus, sick span. Like, yeah, great band, Best name. band. Love it. But like when you're telling people who aren't metal, they're kind of like, whoa, that's a little weird. You know, <laughs> then they think about what it actually means. You know, uh-huh. I don't do that. I, have I this just hear a word shirt. and it sounds cool. And I'm like, that's sick. I have this fetus shirt that it's like, it's probably from 10 or so years ago. And it's a baby sucking on the teat of its mother. And its mother's teat is like all uh, veiny and dark and poisonous. And it's feeding into the baby like an infection. Damn. And I would wear it in public. And if people would stare at my shirt, when I wear death metal shirts and I'm in public, I don't remember what's on them. I don't think about it. But you know how sometimes you'll catch people like giving your shirt a second glance, like what the? Uh, yeah, yeah. That was one of them. Um, I love that shirt. I don't think I've ever noticed that because I'll wear metal shirts and I'm just like. I bet if you roll outside with that puritanical shirt up to the grocery store, you might have some people. I've always wanted that shirt. That's so such that's a cool like shirt. Sought after shirt. Yeah, I really like the new uh, cannibal cover too. I really want that on a shirt. Well, you had it on a shirt, did you not? No, not the... The uncensored. Yeah, I didn't have that. Uh, right, right, you yeah, want to round so this out? You want to finish it up or you want to save these for another day? We're going to get through all five. Yeah, let's finish them up. 106. So we're an hour deep. Any shows you plan pee. on going to soon, we're not going to any shows soon because we were going to go see Earth Crisis in Philly in a couple of weeks and that got canceled and we were going to see... We were going to see King Woman in Oakland and that got canceled. So there you go. So every show is getting canceled and we're not going. Were we active in mosh pits or more of an on the side or watch the show type people? Uh, I don't. I used to love mosh pits and like dancing as good as I could sometimes when I was a kid. I'll tell my classic Converge story. I do a lot of uh, stage diving and crowd surfing. There you go. Yeah. Well, I, I was like, uh, my old band went on tour with Converge mm-hmm. in Europe, and they gave us a bunch of drink tickets. Oh, and I yeah. just had all the drink tickets on me. I don't know. I didn't really distribute them correctly or whatever. And I was just at the bar, and I was like, by myself. And I was like getting some drinks, and I was like, yeah, all right, I'm feeling kind of. Yeah, you're feeling it. I love Converge, one, yeah. one of my favorite bands. Right. So I was like, you know what, dude, fuck this. I'm about to mosh. I'm going to fucking hit the pit. And I. I run and the 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 thing is in this venue you had like the stage and then there was like the crowd and the bar was kind of like running right like that so I was really close to the stage and the pit uh, at the bar mm-hmm. so I'm like yeah 
I run straight over, get to the pit. As soon as I get there, just smack straight in the face, <laughs> smack in the fucking mouth. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then, yeah, it's had a fat lip for like a couple Damn. days. Damn. And I was like, all right. I think that was probably the last time I tried to mush. That's when it happens. Liquid courage. Yeah. I If I have hilarious. a little bit of liquid courage, I might get in a pit. Yeah. I don't really know. The older I get, and I like I wear heels to shows a lot. If yeah, we, especially if we're not on tour, I'll wear heels to a show. If we're on tour, for instance, we went on tour with the Black Dahlia Murder, and I'm pretty sure I got a little liquid courage and got in a pit on that tour. And Dillinger, when we went on tour with them, I for sure stage dived. Well, I for sure thought about getting in the pit. But so does that count? I'm a little more like bold. That's true. I will do bold stuff if I get That's true. like. That's true. That's true. All right, Cheney, I want to end it because I want to go pee. All right, yep, or end in this one. All right, have a good week, you guys. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. Yeah, dude, y'all are sick, and uh, we're going to be doing this podcast for a long time. For the rest of your life. We're really, like, we've been talking about it. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. Uh, we love you guys. Have a good week. All right, you we'll know, see y'all. Do it up. See, Smile a lot. See y'all pretty soon. See y'all pretty soon. <laughs>